Um, hey, this is JP Wilson, the Millennial Caucus, and this is a recording for today, which is um, November, um, I'm sorry, February 27th, 28th, um, almost the end of the month of Black History Month. And so I just wanted to conclude the month of Black History with uh, a little bit of a discussion. Um, I just had a great conversation, you know, with someone who um, appeared to be someone I, you know, respected, a congressman, a distinguished gentleman in Congress, uh, which he says he doesn't resemble, and, you know, that's fine. You don't have to resemble a congressman to be able to do public uh, policy and things that can benefit the public. Anyhow, so he tells me that I'm lazy. He says that I'm lazy. This is the reason why I'm, you know, broke, um, don't have any income. He says it's because I'm a lazy person and I don't force myself on people. And so he says that, you know, if you want to be able to achieve things, you have to actively go and do things. So I'm going to start walking up to businesses and asking them for jobs. And I'm going to give them a copy of my resume. And I'm going to show them my resume, and my resume has an expanse of people that I've worked for for many, 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 many different years independently that, you know, um, have given me reference letters and things like that. And I'm going to just start passing it out to CVS and places like that. There's a store up the street from the homeless shelter that I'm staying in, quite another DHS homeless shelter that I'm staying in. And I'm going to start going to these places and passing out my resume and hopefully one of these places is going to say hey I'm going to hire you today and as a black african-american male you know um, being reminded by someone regardless of their race how lazy I am is just a reminder of how there's so much more we need to achieve besides doing crowd funds and having a thousand people outside of a building putting people under duress so that we can get our point across that maybe things aren't as easy for African Americans as they are for some others. Um, maybe things aren't as easy for a person who is openly gay in the United States military and that people in the United States military probably look at openly gay people as less than, you know, uh, regular people. You know, because for many, many years, I remember when I signed a statement that said, uh, don't ask, don't tell. I specifically remember a gentleman in a brown uniform with a chevron, three up, and that he specifically said to me, you know, we're going to sign this letter and you're going to talk to these different people before we enlist you and attempt to put you in as an E4 and then put you into officer cadet training. We're going to, you know, enlist you as don't ask, don't tell. You do not have to um, tell anyone your sexual identity. You know, I hear from people that I talk to all the time in New York when there's Fleet Week. I talk to people all the time in white with chevrons on their shoulder. And when I talk to them in Fleet Week in New York City, they tell me things like, we don't have sex. We don't interact other than work. We don't talk about our personal interest of our identity. 
you know, our sexual uh, preferences. We don't discuss those types of things. Do you know why they don't discuss those types of things? Because when you're in the military and you're offshore at sea, the only thing that is your priority is getting home shoreside, you know, safely. That's everybody that's on the boat. That's from the Ruta to the Tuta. You know, everybody on the boat. Um, at port, you've got people that have to make sure that we get home okay and that we're safe. And while we're doing that safety, we're working 10-hour, 12-hour, double shift, racks. You know, we're, we're, we've got one rack up and we've got, you know, another person sleep. And then writes, I'm getting tired and I can't stay awake. I'm going to come knock on your rack and ask you to get up and hit my post so that we can stay afloat and we don't die at sea by some weird submarine or or anything that could be a hazard and destroy us at sea, you know, like natural disasters or whatever. Or maybe somebody that's just sitting on a boat shooting missiles off his yacht. You know, you never know. And so then I say these things to people because when someone says that I'm lazy, I just, I don't think that I'm lazy. I don't th I think people tell me to fall back a lot. Like they tell me that when I become assertive, um, I, I, I was talking about this in another podcast. I'm going to talk about it again. There's this thing in New York with Colin Lord where they do um, your... Um, psychological advocacy psychological personality trait and you know I share my personality trait quite a bit maybe I should share it less um where is that reference because you know I start to save my screenshots now because people just don't seem to understand the concept of screenshotting that you know when we're in like a paperwork reduction act viewpoint we don't want to always have to rely on printing things out on paper and walking around with them so that we can have someone. We also don't want to have to rely on constantly making uh, motions of intent and motions of, of interest in, in personal matters that don't really apply or matter to us because we're not anyone that's important or interesting. We're just bums in, you know, um, boxes in the middle of the winter. You know, sleeping on the street, going from shelter to shelter because, you know, um, someone was sharing with me how I got my relief of disabilities. You know, I remember specifically when Marvin was trying to pressure me into getting money so that he could get high from sun up to sundown. And I'm sitting there telling him that is not a life I want to live. I don't need to be drunk or high or inebriated from my rise until my um, my fall or my sleep, you know, crashing. Because, like, I say this to myself because I know in my times, I know I may be upset or depressed or not at my best. And I may want to have a drink or I may want to, you know, smoke a little pot or something to chill out. And, I mean, it doesn't make you a bad person, you know. It means that you're putting certain types of toxins that may or may not be good for you into your system. And if you're putting those types of toxins into your system, you want to make sure that you don't have too much like me. Every morning when I wake up, I want to have a cup of coffee. Is that an addiction? Yes, it is. Any person that wakes up every morning and has to put a cup of coffee in their mouth, I mean in their stomach, just so that they can feel like they can function that day, that is an addiction. A cup of coffee. 
Caffeine is no more any non-addictive than cocaine. Caffeine is an addictive drug, plain and simple. Oxycodone, a pain reliever, is an addictive drug. If I have to take oxycodone every day because I'm in pain, because I was in a car accident or whatever, you know, and then I become addicted to the oxycodone or Percocets, and then I want to like eat Percocets all day, every day, then that is a narcotic, that is an addiction. I need to limit myself. You know, some people can look at stuff like that and they can be like, oh, you know, that makes logical sense. And some people can look at it and be like, no, I need to have Percocets. So anyway, let me get to my 16 personalities. And I'm going to read this again because this is very interesting to me. Um, And this is about uh, my uh, romantic uh, commentary in regards to my personality. And we do these work profiles because my work profile is, I'm going to tell you in one second, I in, excuse me, where is it, where is it, it's I in J something because I'm an advocate. Basically, I'll just tell you what it is. I'm an advocate. Where, oh, there it is. The name for the partner, not the purpose. Um, okay. Anyway. All right. And this is about staying with your partner and being a steady partner with the dream come true for your personality. Uh, but it's boredom for others. Whether or not you think, for some reason remaining, that a steady partner is a dream come true, it is boredom for others. Whether or not you think traditional monogamy is for you, you might wonder something that has intrigued us. What, if anything, does personality type have to do with commitment? The answer is, emphatically, a lot. How you see the world, thinking versus feeling traits, for example, can have a major impact on whether you're eager. Um, how you see the world... Thinking versus feeling traits for um, being um, traits, for example, can have a major impact on whether you're eager to head down the aisle or whether you enjoy being single and ready to mingle. Advocates are dreamy eyed romantics. Like I said, my personality trait is an advocate. No matter how much they want to deny it at all times, they're likely to want the love that is found in fairy tales. Perfect, unconditional and um, perfect and unconditional and, of course, everlasting. Our research found that advocates are likely to be relatively content in stable and predictable relationships. They're anxious about making long-term commitments in general, but be more than willing to stay with one partner for the rest of their lives. And they believe that love can last forever. Staying for the partner and not the idea is no secret that advocates can be dreamers, which means you think outside of the box and you want to take things that may be relatively difficult or complex and develop solutions to make results that benefit the entirety of those you advocate for and usually is one of their best and most endearing um traits however it becomes an issue when an advocate confuses commitment to the idea of a partner with an actual commitment to a partner to curb their sometimes rampant idealism advocates can actively take their partner off the pedestal Advocates may be inclined to stay in a less than stellar relationship because they're too attached to the fantasy that they've created about their partner. What they don't realize is that while they're putting their partner on their partner on a pedestal, they're simultaneously putting themselves down. Turbulent advocates in particular are um, the second most likely of the types to fear their partner leaving them when they should be instead 
wondering whether they themselves should leave. Embrace that they choose partners based off hope, faith, and an authentic connection rather than just for fun. So they choose partners based off hope, faith, and an authentic connection rather than I just want to meet this person and, and engage with them for fun. And I mean, and if you have that type of concept, that does not make you a bad person. You know, this is 2020. This is not the 1950s. This is not the 1940s. We don't have people having traditional relationships from an omni perspective of the nation. You know, we don't have a whole bunch of people who I marry this type of person. I live with this type of person. And this is the type of person that I am. We have to think of things outside of the box and more intuitively. And we think of things outside of the box and more intuitively. Things can become easily more problematic or easily more contained. And what we have to be able to do through advocation in the public is be able to show an expression of containment and an expression of uh, commitment to ideas, not diverting our ideas into other pathways that divert. This is a divergent behavior of insurgents. So when you have an insurgency of thought, you know, where uh, traditionally um, I am a this type of person. These are the type of people in my environment. This is what I'm accustomed to. This is what these type of people do for me. That is the type of lifestyle you lead. You know, that is a part of your personality. Part of my personality is I'm an advocate. So I'm a very assertive person, which is a bad trait. You do not want to be assertive with everyone all the time because your assertion can make people fearful. Your assertions can make people want to censor you and limit your interaction with people. And then there's no problem with that. You know, when you have someone who just constantly wants to be in your face all the time and wants to do this, that, and the other with you all the time, then those persons are a little bit um, uh, difficult to contain and refrain from their activities. Those are people that you need to regulate and control heavily. Every so often, take a step back from the relationship and analyze it under an objective lens. Ask questions like, is this, is this fulfilling for me? Is this fulfilling them? How does this relationship make me feel? Um, right. So working on my podcast fulfills me. I, I, I actually am starting to get more interest in my podcast, which is something that I wanted. You know, I wanted my podcast when I started it and what? Uh, I think I started in 18. I was in Chicago and I was doing the video and I was doing the um, I was doing the video and the audio. Now, pretty much, I'm just doing the audio because the laptop needs some uh, repairs. Um, but right now, I'm doing it just pretty much audio. I get a cloned cell phone. I don't know how this happened, but I've heard of it in New York. And, you know, sometimes I diddle and daddle in engineering. I don't know why I would clone my phone. But uh, maybe people who are invested in me would want to have a cloned version of my phone so they can have a record as well. You know, I say that a lot of times when we keep... Paperwork Reduction Act, so we don't keep paper all the time, but when we keep things like digital copies, digital images, they do this in New York a lot. Like when you're doing, uh, when I was at Perscales and I was doing the, um, I was doing the uh, training for IT and we were doing IPv6 which is Internet Protocol version 6 versus Internet Protocol version 4. Internet Protocol version 4 is, um, this is a tangent, I know. Internet Protocol version 4 is what we're accustomed to in binary, like typical binary zeros and ones. 
and IPv6 is binary, but we're used. The government has released defense um, revenue in regards to broadband bandwidth to where we can have more bandwidth, um, possibly for social media and YouTube and things like that. And in order for us to deliver the traces of the digital images, we have to use binary, but we have to use a more advanced binary system. The binary system on IPv4 is very limited. The binary system on IPv6 is a little bit more expansive. And then you don't just have regular binary. Now you have um, four, four cores of quarks that can be traced and linked. And this is why we also need data centers to be hubs to trace these, um, to send these traces along electrical lines, kind of like on an electrical line when you have a regulator that reduces and regulates the information. And so, anyway, ask if this is fulfilling for me, is this fulfilling for them? This fulfills everyone, the idea of IPv6 and the idea of the Defense Department releasing more uh, broadband and data speeds, which is why people like Mark Zuckerberg and people who support Zuckerberg with other um, interest in uh, uh, internet technology and domain space, they also are into the network of in interacting on a larger broadband space. And so in order to do that, you have to go to Congress, you have to litigate it, you have to have Congress say, yeah, well, that's okay, we'll give you a little bit more. So I think um, for IPv6, we're at like D, A, B, C, D, E, maybe, like we make A, B, C, D, E. I think it goes to G. Yeah, I think it goes to G. We don't use all of the alphabet. There are 46 alphabets. What we do is we add in an alphabet with a with a zero or a number, with a number. And so we know that three is 00111001. So that is one binary for three. You can say B is... Um, uh, the entirety of binary zero zero one zero 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 three, and it's the uh, letter for A, which has a number, which is two numbers in addition, which is also zero zero one zero zero one one. Because let's say that the number for B is like sixteen, and then if that's the number for B, then it's the z binary code for one zero zero one 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 zero zero or whatever, and then it's one 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 zero zero for six. And then that's the binary code, and the computer interprets that, and it allows you to send more speed. Do you see how it's more speed? Because it's a simplified algorithm instead of an advanced algorithm, which would be 3AB IPv6. When you see MAC IDs for, like, devices and cell phones, you'll always see a MAC ID with, like, 3AB-MC, uh, and the dash actually has a binary code to it as well. Um, you can also see some binary codes where it'll be two semicolons or which represents when you see a regular internet protocol address, it's like 172.16.10.1. You'll see uh, on some IPv6 uh, uh, protocol addresses, you'll see like 1A semicolon, which is two dots. So instead of it being one dot between the two, and those are characters as well. So the dot is a 00111001 or something, whichever the binary code is. I don't know the specific binary code off the top of my head. But um, yeah, and that makes it where it's more complex information that can be sent faster on limited space and speeds so that you can control and contain it. Anyway, um, how does it make the relationship feel? It makes it feel like, you know, I, just, I don't... Obviously, you know, I don't know anything, and I didn't do anything. So, do you feel like it's difficult to commit? 
So now, committing, because we're talking about relationships, business relationships as well. So this person who tells me that I'm lazy and that I don't do anything, you know, um, it makes it hard for me to commit to a person like that because when a person sees effort, in something that you do, like for example, when you tell someone that you applied for a job and got a certificate for contact tracing in the beginning of a pandemic year, you worked with a person that you have emailed. He actually emailed me recently. I should probably email him back. Um, Clinton Curry he works with DHS. He's like a director in Washington, D.C. And maybe I shouldn't be mentioning people's names and stuff because, you know, anyway, um, and then you try to work with this person and he's like, well, maybe you're overqualified for just doing contact tracing and maybe you should be doing something else or whatever reason the employer did not employ me. I still had to find income. So how did I find income? I applied to the Department of Labor. I asked the Department of Labor to give me unemployment insurance to give me unemployment insurance. The next thing I know, there are people outside my hotel saying I'm stealing from them because I'm getting Department of Labor unemployment insurance like I have a billion dollars sitting in my butt you know and I don't because if I had a billion dollars sitting in a butt in my butt I wouldn't have been sleeping on the street for three years in New York City three years in New York City I slept on the street four or five years before that I slept on the street in New York City when I made an attempt to purchase a property and set up an HQ at a property the puck building in New York City and they told me that I was not eligible to do that. They said that I was a fraud. They said that that's why I had to sleep on the street for five years. And because I was a fraud for five years for sleeping on the street, now when you say to me that you can utilize those type of resources because you've sat on the street for five years, you need to justify someone being punished and forced to sleep on the street for five years. That is an inhumane uh, incarceration or detainment. You have detainment facilities where they detain people. You have jails where they incarcerate people for crimes. And you have courts where they enact uh, 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 legislation, legislation uh, mitigation on whether or not you have committed a crime. After they've litigated it, there's a prosecution or there's not. You know, and um, I go through that for five years on the street. I'm talking to other people who've had, you know, problems where their loved one was taken away from them and they were getting phone calls. What was the movie? Um, Marriage Story about a black, a black woman who is married to who marries an Italian guy and they're madly in love with each other. And someone sees them out eating lunch and steals the female, the black woman, keeps her hostage for years, calls the guy on the phone and says, hi, I have your wife. She's my um, she's my property now and 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 takes her and locks her up in some box somewhere and extorts this Italian man, extorts this Italian man for years with litigation in court for a divorce. You know, you, you hi, I have your wife. And if you want your wife to live, sell your property and send me a million dollars. Is that not extortion? Is that not difficult? That is a difficult story to talk about for some people. From what I'm hearing from some people, you know, they're saying that there's some positive things in SAG-AFTRA for some people who were affected like that. I was recently talking to some people in uh, about Europe where you've got these couples in Europe where the male wants to marry the female 
But there are these rules where people can just point someone out on the street and that person becomes their lover. And I'm like, where, where does that come from? Where, where, what, you know, who litigates that I can just go and point someone out on the street and make them my lover? I can't point someone out on the street and make them do cartwheels for me. I can't point someone out on the street and say, hey, I need you to do this, that, and the other for me. I can't force someone to buy me a cheeseburger. I can ask if you want to buy me a cheeseburger. You can say, no, I don't want to buy you a cheeseburger. Or you can say, yeah, you know, here, sure, I've got an extra five bucks. I'll buy you a cheeseburger. Because, you know, those are things that I did when I had money in my bank account um, through the Department of Labor stimulus that I didn't even get the entirety of. You know, and when I did have money to buy food, I bought people food and I, you know, shared my money with other people and other people hoarded theirs and didn't share. And I mean, that's, you know, that's your thought, that's your thought. But if you're quick to put a ring on it and, you know, you just quickly put rings on things and then when you put rings on things, they just, you know, fade away into osmosis. Or when you put rings on things and then they want you to, you know, um put a knife to your neck and slit your throat you know that's just the kind of mentality because now i've got all of your things and now i can be you mentality it makes it a little difficult for some people to be able to trust people and engage in proper relationships and when it is difficult for people to engage in proper relationships like that no matter how much of an advocate you are you're also an ass i'm being butthole you know and you're also a butthole because that doesn't make any sense. That's not what love is about. Love isn't about when I first meet you, I need half of everything you have. Love is not about when I first meet you, I need to be you. Love is about, hi, you are this, I am this, we are different, there are similarities, I like this, you like that, I'll give you this, you'll give me that. We'll be happy in equanimity together because that is what equality is about. In my opinion. And so um, if it's difficult for someone to put a ring on it, just wait until next time and then put a ring on it or something. Um, uh, And so that's why I take a step back. And that was from the 16 personalities team. And like I said, I have a 16 personality account. Um, I talk about this uh, personality account a lot. This is my podcast. This is uh, JP. Uh, the Millennial Caucus, and um, I have some sponsors. Uh, right now, we're sponsoring Entirety uh, uh, Technology, so I'm in Oracle's environment uh, right now, and Oracle's a really great company. I talk about them quite a bit. Um, and right now, I'm not hired by Oracle. I mean, if Oracle is interested, you know, give me a call or something. Send me an email. Um, and uh, as well, um, I'm thinking about how I want to, you know, engage in this job opportunity in Europe. Um, I was recently talking about this uh, online. I want to say again in uh, retrospect that uh, I met a lady in France who said that she needs support in building technological interfaces in France that will benefit children, uh, teenagers. Um, There's a growth dynamic of technology in Europe that they're trying to establish. Europe has its own certifications and technology certifications. It is the home of Cisco. A little shout out to Germany, (laughs) Uh, Chancellor Merkel. And so um, there's a little uh, place out there where Cisco is started. And Cisco is one of the spearheads for a lot of technology that businesses and commercial enterprise rely on. Not just Microsoft. And that is hubbed out of Europe. And so they have different certifications in Europe than they do, and you have to transverse them. 
There's a CISA uh, that is in D.C. now that is a new company that is started kind of like what they had in CompTIA and the uh, TIAAs in New York City. Those are just like digital hubs. Those are just spots where there are digital hub services, um, which are very important. And they're affiliated with Barclays, you know, because that is a venture for the expansion of 5G. Anyway, so those are some sponsors. Let me tell you my favorite sponsor. I've donated money to them. I'm talking about them all the time. I'm about to buy some fits. Like, I'm really serious once I get a job and I get some money coming in, which is why I'm saying, you know, share my podcast. Tell it to people, you know, tell people as much as you can about it. Um, I'm trying to get into this signature sweater. So there's this black Paris. Black is a clothing line that is like, oh, to die for. It's so beautiful. I love it. There's also white, but, you know, there's black as well. There's the black signature sweater. It's $120. I wish I could buy, but, you know, anyway, not right now. Um, it's a signature sweater. It is so cute. There are black flip-flops, because you know I love flip-flops. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a flip-flop person. They're 60 bucks, and they're black slides. You just slide them on your feet, and they say B-L-A, B-L-C, B-L-V-C-K is what they say, because that is black. And um, anyway, there's the black piece. So there's the black B-L-V, V like the piece. CK, and these are all Parisian uh, clothing lines. And there's a black piece hoodie for $80 that I'm trying to promote. I like the black Tokyo pants. I'm sorry. I do. These black Tokyo pants are really nice. Check out the website, blvck.com. Okay, blvck.com. You can also download emoticons. Everybody likes emoticons. The emoticons are like black and like light skin and like white and like Mexican or Hispanic. I'm sorry, not Mexican. Hispanic and like they're different varieties of black. And then they also have shoes. So I like the BLVCK Tokyo pants for $90. I think I'm going to be buying those pants. They're so cute. Anyway, and they're also black uh, sweats you can get that are a little bit more, you know, warm. And uh, those are the BLVCK Bold Sweats are 60 And um, I don't know. We could talk about transcranial photobiomodulation devices, but I don't really want to get into that right now. They're really awesome. Um, but I will talk about my clothing line label that I am so into, and I'm, like, putting money into it because, like, I'm going to talk about it because it is really nice. And if anyone is interested in wearing the black label, there is also a white label. But the black label is blvck.com. You can check out blvck.com online. You can also purchase products from there. Um, You can check out my website. I'm on Anchor. I'm on Anchor all the time. It's anchor.com. As a matter of fact, Anchor has just upgraded its network. So I'm probably going to get a lot more of opportunities to do some podcasts with you guys. So... If you want to check it out, please share the podcast. You can share the podcast by, you know, clicking a link, sharing it to your friends, sharing it to someone. There's nothing wrong with sharing. And uh, I share, you share. And uh, it's blvck.com for black and anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R.com forward slash J-P-D-W. Red is a proud sponsor of HIV awareness and um, I am a red donor. Um, I've donated quite a few points to Red this year, uh, about 5,000 points in uh, receipts of purchases. So Red is a donor, and um, ship it, 
is also a donor that has made some contributions um, to sending out foods and supplies to people throughout the country. So I want to shout out those sponsors this um, episode. Thank you very much for your time, world. And uh, like we were talking about today, we're talking about the personality. And we're talking about the personality of some people. And, you know, um, my focus isn't always on getting money. My focus is on getting things that I need and surviving and thriving. And surviving and thriving is very important for me. And that's pretty much all I've done through Black History Month and through this pandemic. And as we continue on, we have a vice president who may or may not be black um, and we who appears to be black. And we have Biden and then we have controversy over the voting suppression. So actually, I'm told a lot of times in D.C. that they're not the president. And I don't know what to say about that. But if anything, like I was saying to the person I spoke to earlier, if your employer does not hire you, force your employer to hire you by going into the building and forcing the people to hire you. And that's on the line. That's recorded. I'm going to say it again. If your employer does not hire you. This gentleman that I just spoke to, whomever he is, has informed me that I should be radical and force people to hire me. And I don't know where that has gone, but I've never gotten a job from force. So anyway, have a good day. God bless everyone and enjoy your rest of your year. Happy Black History Month to all those that celebrate.